0: Hello, I'm Cheryl, and this is Sleep Tight Relax, a bedtime podcast for the young and young at heart. Our sleep story today is about a little girl's first day of school. Daisy is nervous and excited about going to school with her big sister for the first time. She has never been to school before and is a bit worried about what will happen there. Daisy and Patty have worked on the things she needs to know and Patty has told her she will be okay. But Daisy feels a bit shy when she sees all the other little girls at school. Before we continue with our story, let's first make sure you are cozy and comfortable. Turn off the lights, silence notifications, find your comfortable place, your place to relax, or your favorite position in bed. Position your pillows, a teddy, or your other little comforts to make sure that everything feels as it should. Now that you are comfortable, let's take a few minutes to relax your body and mind. We'll begin with a few slow, deep belly breaths. Each time you breathe in, breathe all the way down into your belly. Breathe in slowly through your nose and feel your belly and lungs expand with air. After taking in a long, deep breath, Allow your breath to flow back out through your mouth. Just let go of each breath and with it, release any tension or stress you may have been holding onto. You may try to mentally say the word relax as you breathe out. Try this now. Slowly take in a deep belly breath. Take your time and don't rush. Just gradually fill your lungs and belly with air. And when they are full, let all that air out slowly and completely. Breathe in once again. Feel your body fill with air. And when you are ready, release the breath, let it flood out naturally and completely. Try this a few more times, nice and deep breaths, feeling yourself relaxing as you slowly release the air from your body. As you breathe in and out. Feel your belly gently rise and fall. Let your belly soften and relax with each breath. Feel any bad feelings or tension. Ease away with each breath. Great. Now let's continue with our story about Daisy. Daisy's First Day of School Oh dear, oh dear, who set this basket down on my white apron? It's all wrinkled now. I can't go to school, and me with a new book bought the day before yesterday. It was me, little sister, said Patty gently. It was an accident. I'm sorry if I've hurt your apron. Oh, it isn't hurt any, replied Daisy in a different tone. Not a bit, Patty. But won't you please help me fasten my boots? There, I wish I was a horse, and then my shoes would be nailed on and I'd be done with it. When the boots were buttoned, Daisy was in another flutter. Isn't it time to start yet? What a slow clock! Only eight? I'm going down to help Nora hang out the clothes. When are you going to be ready, Patty? I don't want to be late on the first day of school. Just the napkins and little things, Nora, Daisy said, suddenly appearing in the back door yard with her apron half-fastened. I have time before I go to school, and Mummy says it's okay. Well, I suppose if you must, you must said Nora, trying to talk with a clothespin in her mouth. But it's the first day of school and you don't want to mess up your clothes or be late. Daisy picked up a handkerchief, shook it once or twice, and spread it on the line. But before she had pinned it with a clothespin, it had fallen on the ground. Miss Daisy, I know you want to help. "'but do you think you could please go "'and make sure you put your pencils into your bag?' "'Why, I have only hung out one napkin "'and two handkerchiefs, Nora.' "'No matter. "'Your hands are so nice and clean. "'And another thing, "'you're shaking the clothes all to pieces.' "'You are trying to get rid of me. "'I just know it,' said Daisy with a little pout. "'That's not true, Daisy,' said Nora.' "'but I would not like for you and your sister "'to be late on your first day of school. "'Run along and tell Patty to hurry up "'and you can grab a cookie for each of you for a snack. "'Patty, are you almost ready to go? "'Nora sent me in to check on you. "'She didn't want me to help hang up the clothes, "'so she gave me a task that took me somewhere else.' "'Oh, well, Daisy,' "'Nora thinks we are trying her patience, I suppose.' "'Hmm,' yelled Daisy with a curling lip. But all this while, the slow clock was busy. "'Now it is quarter of,' said Patty. She uttered the words as coolly as if they were of very slight importance. But Daisy's little heart beat like a drum. How often had she heard Patty say, it's a quarter of, and seen her skip out of the house, kissing her cheek goodbye. As the door closed after her, Daisy had always felt as if it left her out of something beautiful, something she wanted very much. And now it was coming, the day and the hour She was about to be a schoolgirl at last. No longer a little child who stays at home and plays with paper dolls, but a little girl who goes out to learn the ways of the world. As the two children walked on together, every object looked to Daisy to be a wonderful new thing. Patty, she said confidently, I think I have played enough. I may play a little more once in a while, but not much. I want to grow up to be a great lady like Mama and work and create new things. Yes, okay, dear. But when you get to talking so fast, you keep pushing me into the street with your elbow. Please be careful. Do I? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, Patty. Don't you wish you were older? No? What an idea. No, I don't either. Then what made you ask if I did, Daisy Dimple? Oh, I was only thinking. Look at that tree over there. Isn't it beautiful? Please, Daisy, keep your elbow still. Here we are at the schoolhouse. Now you must remember what we talked about. Listen to the teacher and follow the rules. You don't need to tell me that, Patty. It isn't as if I was some girl that didn't even know her ABCs. Six years old, going on seven, can. Daisy was about to say, can tie her shoes, and would have added quite a list of other accomplishments. But as she found herself just then in a crowd of little girls, she very quickly closed her lips and entered the school room quietly. Miss Parker, this is my little sister Alice, said Patty going up to the teacher. But people know what you mean better if you call her Daisy Dimple. She has never been to school before but she can read in the first reader, if you let her sound the words aloud. Very well, said Miss Parker with a smile. I welcome Patty's little sister. And if she is half as good as Patty, I shall never like to let her go upstairs to the other classes. Patty slid her hand into Miss Parker's. She remembered how that warm-hearted young lady had wiped away her tears when she had left the primary department. "'Oh, I think she'll be good, Miss Parker,' said Patty in a low voice, while Daisy was looking out of the window. Only, she has never been to school in her life, and if she doesn't sit very still, I hope you'll try to excuse her.' Miss Parker gave the little girl a hearty hug. "'Goodbye, Daisy,' said Patty. I must leave you now. Remember, when you go up to read, you mustn't twist your hair. I never thought of twisting it or sneezing either, just if... But Patty was gone. Soon the bell rang and school had begun. Miss Parker gave Daisy a seat beside a little girl in a dark blue dress. Who had eyes the color of gray stocking yarn and a dimple in her chin so deep that Daisy was rather surprised? The little girl's name was Titania Penny, but everyone called her Tanya. She looked at the new student with some curiosity. Their eyes met, and then Tanya smiled showing her cute little teeth. Daisy smiled too, making her dimples as deep as possible. After this silent but friendly greeting, the two children felt a little acquainted. Tanya opened her book and let Daisy look on with her while Miss Parker read aloud the morning chapter. It was a leather-covered book and had been scratched by many pencils. I suppose she must have lots of older brothers and sisters, thought Daisy, or she wouldn't have such an old book. The outside of it looks all wrinkled up like a raisin. Neither of the children, I fear, paid much attention to the reading. Tanya turned back to the first page and pointed out to Daisy the words in blue ink the property of Isaac S. Penny, followed by a wonderful couplet. If you don't believe this book is mine, please look on page 39. Daisy could not read the writing, but was delighted with various hearts and darts, drawn in red ink and eagles in black, with wings made of loops and bills made of points, She thought they must have been drawn by a great genius. After the morning activities, she sat very tall and looked straight ahead at the blackboard. I don't so much as wink, she thought. I wish Patty could see me now. But this unnatural stillness did not last long. Daisy very soon found that her companion had a notebook, and she began to make pictures in it, swaying herself to and fro as she drew. Tanya looked over Daisy's shoulder and watched the pictures as they grew. It puzzled her a little to guess what they were meant to be, and strange to say, the little artist was quite as puzzled herself. What is this thing? Daisy whispered to Tanya. I wanted it to be a cat, but then I went and put feathers in the tail, and now I guess it's a turkey? Tanya wrinkled her forehead and eyed the doubtful picture with a wise look. It appears to me, she replied, hesitating. Uh, it appears to be more like a teapot. Now, whispering was against the rules, and Daisy knew it as well as Tanya. But they both thought if they put their heads together and spoke so low that no one else could hear, there was no harm in it. I am not whispering to you, Tanya said to Daisy, I'm whispering to the pitcher. Daisy stared a little. But uh, you expect me to hear? He said, so it's just the same. When the time came for the youngest class in the school to read, Daisy felt a little frightened. I can't read very well, she thought, and perhaps the teacher will ask me to read out loud in front of everyone but her fears were groundless. She was placed next to another girl, and though the girl beside her could read as fast as a stone rolls down a hill, Miss Parker said nothing about Daisy Dimple, sounding out her words as she was reading. I have nice boots like they have and ruffles around my wrist, thought Daisy, but they are all smaller than me, and can read without sounding out the words. This was very surprising. Daisy's curly head sank a little. She stepped out of line, and closing her book, let it drop by her side. Raise your book, Alice, my dear, said the teacher kindly, and keep following along the words with your finger so you don't lose your place. Okay, replied Daisy shyly, and opened her book, Wrong Side Up. At the same time, stepping forward several inches ahead of the other girls. Tanya chuckled a little, and Daisy moved back into line quickly. My mom never made me stand in a straight line, she murmured. I don't know how. Miss Parker saw Daisy's trouble and quickly went to tell her. I know you will learn quickly, she said, and that you will make all these other little girls your dear friends. Daisy looked up and her eyes brightened. You have never gone to school before, I believe, said Miss Parker. No, replied Daisy briskly, her usual shyness disappearing in a moment. No, I never. Only when I was at Grandpa's. I went some days with Jenna. My mama used to let me read in her lap. You see, she couldn't make me stand in a row because I was just one girl. The other children smiled. Patty taught me my letters, Daisy went on. A for ape and B for bat. Looked as if he had an umbrella on him. And C for cat. I learned a story for every letter. Patty told real pretty stories, too. I can remember them now. My mom didn't have much time to help me with my reading, so she said after summer, I must go to your school. Miss Parker pressed her lips together firmly, a habit she had when something amused her. It was very clear to her mind that Miss Daisy Dimple did not understand the way a classroom worked. Daisy saw the other little girls looking at one another as if they were amused. They like to hear me talk, she thought, throwing back her curly head. I will talk some more. Miss Parker, may I have a drink of water? I have been talking so much that I am thirsty, said Daisy. Linda, it is your turn to read remarked Miss Parker. We will have no more talking, if you please. We need to finish our reading and get to circle time. Daisy nodded her head, picked up her book, and read aloud in her best reading voice. After the reading was finished and they had settled into circle time, Miss Parker came over and sat down by Daisy. And told the class all about the rules that you need to follow when you are in school. Together, they decided which ones they would change and even added a few new ones that they felt they all needed. When Daisy was finished for the day, she was so happy and couldn't wait to tell Patty all about her day. That is the end of our story. I hope you have a deep and restful sleep. Sleep tight.